Welcome to episode 160 of Vegas Revealed. We just got new information about one of the biggest reasons people plan a trip to Las Vegas. Try to take a guess and we'll reveal why coming up. And Swifties unite. Taylor Swift takes over Allegiant Stadium just days from now. Find out what really surprised us about the shows she plans to put on here. Then, does it pay to have a gambling partner? Well, it did for one couple. Hear their story. David Blaine has a medical emergency on stage. Get your Neil Diamond fix off of the strip and one of our popular theaters making a big change. All that and more coming up this week on Vegas Revealed. But first, have you downloaded the Vegas Near Me app yet? That is the big question. It is a must-have if you live in Las Vegas or you plan to visit here. And it's now available in both the Apple App Store and on Google Play. If you have a hard time finding your way around our resorts, don't worry. You can find maps of the property within the app. Also, find out how much they're charging for parking so you can plan ahead. Even book an Uber right within the app. Think of Vegas Near Me as a concierge in your pocket. When you open the app, you're going to find more than 16,000 Las Vegas businesses and activities. There are tons of detailed videos, blogs, and information right inside the app. And it's accurate and up-to-date. That's the best part. Use our Vegas Revealed link that we provide in our show notes and download it to your phone now for free. Instead of reviews, Vegas Near Me has compiled thousands of Las Vegas-related YouTube channels and podcasts like Vegas Revealed so you can hear about and see real-life experiences at the places you're searching. You watch and listen all inside the app. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me. Let's get to it now and spin that wheel. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 160. Wow, it's Dana Roselli and Sean McAllister. Can you believe it? 160 episodes. I know. I was just talking with someone the other night uh, who listens to the podcast regularly, and she was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you guys are coming up on episode 160. You've been doing this for so long now. I know. We have. What is this? Is this year four? This is year four, yeah. 2020. 2021, 2022, 2023. Yeah, year four. It's crazy. Wow, we can count. I know. It's like the podcast is a toddler now. Oh oh my gosh. Well, listen, (laughs) we have tons of information coming up. I have a whole like slideshow booklet up on my computer. I'm ready to go with a bunch of factoids coming up in a little bit. Charts, graphs, numbers. You won't be able to see any of it, but we'll talk about it. I know. Somebody asked the other day, do you guys edit your podcast? I'm like, eh, a little, but not too much anymore. We kind of just go with it, right? Yeah, go with the flow, see where it takes us. We haven't had you, any complaints. So. You can tell by the number of tangents we go on yes. uh, during any given topic. We try to always bring it back around. <laughs> it's so true. Hey, we've had a lot of messages this week, which I appreciate, like random people that we didn't know listen, just reaching out, asking questions, also uh, just complimenting the podcast. So we appreciate that. We did get a pretty big response on the discussion we had last week about the tax threshold going up for slot machine winnings. Right. This is a proposal by uh, one of our uh, 
Nevada Congress members, mm-hmm. Dina Titus, um, proposing that that threshold raise from $1,200 to 5000 because it hasn't changed since like the 70s. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, a lot of people were asking like, oh, does that state taxes, federal, all this stuff. And it's like, it's got to be federal because we don't even have state taxes in Nevada. I didn't know if people know that. Oh, I'm going to go off on a tangent about Nevada in a little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, But first, you know, we just wanted you to know that we're going to stay on top of that because you seem interested in it. And whenever you guys express interest in a topic, we'll continue to keep up on it. But there are some people uh, recently who would probably have uh, liked to have that proposal go through as <laughs> as new policy mm-hmm. uh, because if you're gambling, it's fun to do it. It's more fun to do it as a pair right. or a group, especially when you are winning as a pair or a group. Now, yeah, because I usually – watch a friend play, but I stand behind them because right. I feel like it makes it last longer. Like if I watch you for a little while, then you go watch me. Well, this couple over at the Rampart Casino in the Northwest part of Las Vegas, one sitting side by side, they won Sean a hundred thousand dollars combined. Jeez. One of them hit $87,240 on a jackpot. The other won thirteen thousand forty-eight, adding up to more than a hundred thousand dollars. A big win last Saturday. So, I mean, what a Saturday night! That's a good weekend, right there. Right? They were playing one-dollar hands of four-card keno. I've never okay. played that. Uh, my husband Shane plays keno. Okay, loves it. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, congratulations to them. They wanted to remain anonymous. I don't blame them. So, you know, that's a good night for that couple. But man. (laughs) If you can't get along after that, I don't know. (laughs) Right? I mean, that's a reason to celebrate. My gosh. But that is, uh, it shows, it definitely pays to have a gambling buddy, right? Yep. It definitely does, if you're winning especially. Hey, my quick Nevada tangent. Yes. We got to get on Mark Wahlberg. He has moved here to Las Vegas. He's lived here a while now and still in his Instagram videos, he's calling it Nevada and it's bothering me. <laughs> I know you called you called him out for it and not only him, but other people who call it Nevada. Right. It is Nevada. Nevada. Is the correct way to pronounce our state's name, Nevada. Yeah. A lot of people... Don't call it that. And that's okay. If you're new here, you wouldn't know, right? But I feel like eventually after a while, somebody needs to tell you. And that's my point. Like nobody in his team, none of his friends, nobody that lives here is telling him. Well, listen, we may have a chance to uh, (laughs) coming up here in the next couple of weeks. So, you know, we'll, if that happens, we'll let you know. For sure. All right, let's dive into this study. Are you ready? It's a new study out, um, and it, it has to do with 2022 in Las Vegas. It's a visitor profile study, and our LVCVA, the Visitors Authority, actually like releases the results of the studies. You know when when that when it's complete. So we're in 2023 now. So now we have the 2022 data. Yeah, and this is an annual study. We get this kind of information every single year, and it really gives us a good idea of how Las Vegas visitors are spending their time, spending their money, how they're planning for their trips to Las Vegas, uh, the length of time that they're spending here in Las Vegas. It really is some uh, interesting information, and there's a ton 
that is packed into this report. Um, I think there were like 30-something pages. Mm -hmm. We're not going to go through every single one of those pages and every piece of uh, information, but we've kind of gone through and picked out some of the information we thought was interesting and uh, information we thought that you might be interested in as well. Yeah, something that that stuck out right away is the um, strong satisfaction of Las Vegas. And I love this. More than three quarters, 77% of our visitors in 2022 said that they were very satisfied with their visit. That's up from 70% in 2021, while one in five, 20%, said they were somewhat satisfied. Only 3% of the visitors were dissatisfied with their visit. So I feel like that is an incredible report card. That is. Right? I mean, you know, very satisfied. Great. We'll take it. That means they'll be back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Something else that we found pretty interesting is uh, when it comes to convention visitors. You know, obviously, we've talked over the past few years how the convention business is is rebounding after, you know, the big shutdown. Um, And it's really come back very strong. Uh, But it turns out uh, visitors, convention visitors in 2022 ended up extending their vacation here or extending their business trip by a few days so that they could add some leisure time in there. As a matter of fact, 58% of convention visitors uh, extended their business trip so that they could have some, you know, personal time here in Las Vegas to, you know, take advantage of everything that we have here. And that's up over 10%, uh, 14% actually, from just a year before in 2021, which I feel like almost 15% is a big jump. Definitely. I mean, it's interesting, right? It, it, because that's part of the reason that a lot of people like to have their conventions in Las Vegas. And I think why we attract c- conventions is because they know they'll get a d- good turnout. So right. many people want to visit Las Vegas. And that was actually something else in the study. I don't have the exact number, but I know a lot of people said, they said one of the big standout things was they would prefer to go to a convention in Las Vegas more than they would in any other city. So that was you know interesting. And it makes sense because you're here. Think about it. Your flight or your drive, you only have to do it once because then convention's over. Okay. Now you go lay by the pool go see some shows, go to dinner and make a vacation out of it without having to travel again, you know, by air or car. So it makes a lot of sense. Well, in speaking of, you know, car travel, uh, one of the things that we were surprised by is that 44% of Vegas visitors get around town using their own vehicle. Isn't that interesting? I mean, so that accounts for, I I mean, obviously, those are people who have driven into town yeah. from, you know, cities, states in the surrounding area, probably a big bunch from Southern California, Arizona, mm-hmm. Utah. Um, but, you know, there are people from further away who right. drive in as well. But that is a significant number. I think we were, you know, you and I, when we were chatting, we were really surprised by that one. I went, their own vehicle. Yeah. So that means they have to drive here. Right. So we have a huge amount of traffic coming in by car. And then it doesn't it take a huge drop? Um well, no, getting around, it takes a huge drop to taxis, but so that's 44% use their own vehicle, 40% use ride share, right? close to that, but then it takes a huge drop 
only 14% used taxis. Which, I mean, that was pretty shocking to me. Me too. Because, I mean, for years, the taxi industry here was just massive. Mm -hmm. I mean, there, there was a stronghold on, you know, the transportation industry by taxis. Yeah. And now they've started charging, I think, a flat rate from the airport to the strip, um, which has helped taxi service. A lot of people like me actually say, I'm just going to take a taxi from the airport now. I have to pay a little more because I'm not right on the strip to get to my high rise. But um, so I thought like taxi business has kind of come up. Plus, like after COVID and everything, there were so many people that weren't driving Ubers anymore. And, Mm, you know, they were having a hard time finding drivers. Then, you know, where you had to get your ride share, like at the airport or pick, it was all congested. And people were like, you know what? I'm just going to start using taxi again. So I'm shocked only 14% use taxis. Yeah, and it shows you the uh, significant market share that's been eaten up by ride share services. Um, and really, now I understand why uh, <laughs> the taxicab authority was pushing yeah. so hard against allowing rideshare services here right. to begin with. Um, but, you know, that's it's what people do. That's mm-hmm. how we get around these days. So yeah. there's no really avoiding it. Um, I didn't touch on this at the top, room rates. And I thought this was an interesting one. The average spend per night on lodging here in Las Vegas last year was $154.06, okay? So that's per night. It's non-comped visitors, you know, okay. not also not part of a package or anything. This is a hotel stay per night. So $154 is the average. Um, it was the average in 2022. But get this, in 2021, it was only 108 Then you think, mm. okay, we were kind of recovering right after 2020, But even in 2017, 2018, and 2019, the average was around $114. Oh, wow. So even from back then, so we're at $154 a night for an average hotel stay. I mean, talk about inflation. Well, and (laughs) I mean, I'll be interested uh, this time next year to see what the report says, because with events... Uh, Ooh, yeah. You know, like having Super Bowl and with Formula One, um, those massive events really do drive up room rate. So it'll be interesting to see the impact that it has on that uh, room rate average when next year's report comes out. Um, The reason for people coming to Las Vegas, this also kind of surprised me a little bit. Although now that I think about it a little bit more, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. But um, just talking about special events, when people are coming to Las Vegas for a special event, birthdays are the number one reason, which I'm guessing maybe 21st birthdays might be another Mm -hmm. milestone birthdays might be the reason Um, that really drives that up. But really, I mean, I guess if you're celebrating a birthday, there's no better place to do it than right here in Las Vegas. Yeah, I guess, you know, more people have birthdays rather than a bachelor party. You know, bachelor, bachelorette, you have one. You're supposed to have one. Maybe one. (laughs) (laughs) I've had one before. Um, But uh, yeah, so 48% of people say when it comes to special occasions... It's a birthday. Under that, anniversary and a romantic getaway came in at 17%. Yeah, so it's a significant drop for yeah. birthdays there. Wedding, 10%. Bachelor, bachelorette party, 8%. Family reunion, 6%. Concert or sporting event, 5%. Pretty hmm. seems low. Yeah, and, I bet that's going to jump up too. Yeah. And then spe- 
vacation came in at 4%. So nobody <laughs> just, just takes just a vacation. Because? Yeah, just because. They should have called that section just because. Yeah. <laughs> so interesting. So keep that in mind. I, I say like all our restaurants and our nightclub, they need to keep in mind. Cater to the birthday. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Oh, there's so many other little factoids in here. Here's the deal. We're going to put a link to this study, and it's a very pretty study, by the way. It is. They do a nice job laying it out. Yeah, really nicely laid out. I'll put it in our show notes so everyone can see it, and you can scroll through. I think you'll find it very interesting. Excellent. Uh, We found it interesting. We hope that that you do as well. Something not so interesting, but more scary Mm -hmm. that happened on the Las Vegas Strip uh, just within the the past few days. Extreme illusionist David Blaine, we've talked about his show over at Resorts World. He had a medical emergency on stage in front of an entire theater full of, of people who were there to see him. Yeah. We always say his show is different from any other magic show because you almost feel like it's like you're at a show, but you're also kind of just like sitting there watching a live event where you kind of don't know which way things are going to go. Kind of like David Blaine's normal street magic that he does in Times Square and the specials that we've seen. Anyway, he does a jump, and we've talked about it before as well. What is it, nine stories? I think it's nine. I think so. Something like that. Something like, it's tall. Into like a bunch of cardboard boxes. (laughs) And you... Watch him up there getting ready to take the leap, and it kind of there's a lot of anticipation and like all that. Like from the ceiling of the theater. Yeah, he jumps and he dislocated his shoulder recently, and basically the whole crowd got to just literally watch him go through this medical emergency with you know people trying to pop his shoulder back in, adjust his shoulder. He was laying on the stage. He shared all this video. Other people shared it first that were actually there and, yeah. and shooting it. But a lot of people also said, is this a stunt? It's like, no, I mean, this was bound to happen, I think. We were there, and he put the nail in his nose, right? And then yeah, he couldn't get it out. Got stuck. And he was and calling... They- <laughs> Remember, he was like, give me a bigger magnet, because they brought him out this little, like, shabby magnet. Like this little puny magnet thing. He needed, like, an industrial thing to to get that steel out of his nose. (laughs) Well, he did um, put out a press release, and in it, it says, my Las Vegas residency is filled with many of my favorite acts that I love and magic and stunts that push me beyond my limits. Even though I've trained much of my entire life, there is an implicit danger when you are pushing yourself to make possible what feels impossible. Saturday night, he dislocated his shoulder. Oh, eight-story. I got to read it right here. Eight-story, jumped the height of eight-story building into cardboard boxes. He says, luckily, there were actually four orthopedic doctors in the audience, along with his EMS team, who came up, took great care of him. He's humbled by the encouragement, and he will be back April 28th and 29th. Is there a doctor in the house? <laughs> There's you, a few. <laughs> can you imagine you're there watching a Vegas show, think you're, you know, you got your beer in your hand? <laughs> I mean, you better get free drinks the rest of the night after that, right? <laughs> Who knew? Jeez. But really, that gives you a sense of uh, what you're in for and the kind of tension that you feel you do. as you sit in the audience and watch David Blaine's show over at Resorts World. Yeah, I mean, it's not a fast-paced show. You're there with this audience watching everything unfold. That's what makes it so different. It is. And we said when he started that we knew he would extend, and he did. And I have a feeling he'll possibly extend again, if he 
Well, he might need a vacation. <laughs> yeah, maybe some time off wouldn't be the worst thing. But, you know, we called that with David Blaine. We also called a residency extension for Keith Urban, who I know. we recently saw. And guess what? It just happened. <laughs> we should be like Vegas mind readers, right? <laughs> uh, we told you we saw Keith Urban um, over at Planet Hollywood, and he did extend. He was coming back, so he's here through March. He's coming back in June, and then he's performing on July 1st, too. But now he has extended through November, so excited to have Keith stick around for a while. Saw him and Nicole Kidman on TV at the Oscars. And I was thinking, he's one of our headliners, you know? It was nice to see the Vegas touch in the, uh, you know, in, in the audience at the Oscars anyway. Yeah, well, speaking of, of course, uh, Vegas' own Jimmy Kimmel, a lot of people don't know that he grew up here yeah. in Las Vegas, uh, did a great job hosting. I know. I told you it, going into it, I was like, I'm unsure, you know? Because Jimmy's been a little controversial over the last year. He's got a little political, this, that. I was like, I don't know, is he the right one? But he's on ABC. They're airing on ABC. But you and I were texting back and forth, back and forth, and we were like, "He is doing an excellent job." I mean, he's knocking it out of the park. I thought it was one of the best uh, Academy Award ceremonies that there has been in several years. Right. I really enjoyed it. Except we, <laughs> we both can admit, we fast forwarded on the DVR because we started it a little late. Oh well, yeah, late through some of the slow parts. <laughs> That's what I did. I started it about a half hour late. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, when there were mm. categories that I was like, eh, yeah, just zip right through those. Yeah. But then pretty soon I was caught up and, you know, live tweeting along with everybody else. Exactly. It was a good show. Really funny. He is, his jokes were right on. I love that he gave Will Smith a hard time. I don't care. I was so happy because I'm like, you know what? I just feel like Will Smith got away with a lot the last year Yeah. after that slap. Like, no, people give him a hard time at first, but then... You know, and then Chris Rock just did this special, and now Jimmy really kind of hammered in the uh, <laughs> slap jokes, and also hammered in the jokes at how long the Oscars take. Uh, but I thought it was really good. I think you're right. Going back to to music, um, you know, if you're not into you know country music with Keith Urban or pop music with Katy Perry, um, something a little different you can find just off the strip. At the Alexis Park Resort, uh, we have a Neil Diamond tribute artist who is actually pretty popular. The show has been going on for a bit now. Yeah, I think he like comes and goes, but he's, you know, his name's Rob Garrett. And he's really known for his tribute act of Neil Diamond in America, it's called. Um, He's returning to town Starting March 27th, he'll be performing Monday through Thursdays, and you can go to his website, neildiamondtribute.net, where you'll find tickets and some videos of some of his performances. You can see if you'd like to go over and see that. But if you love Neil Diamond music, another... We have everything here for everyone. We do. And uh, Rob Garrett, he sounds like Neil Diamond. He He looks like Neil Diamond. He does. He really does, right? <laughs> so that's a good alternative um, to, you know, some of the big mega residencies that you see on the Las Vegas Strip. So we just wanted to bring that to your attention. Um, but quite the opposite end of the spectrum <laughs> from uh, from that is Taylor Swift. Right. So we're excited that we are kind of getting the first leg of her tour, her tour that has had so much publicity 
Her latest album is amazing. I love it. I still I know you loved to it. it. As soon as it came out, you were like, oh my gosh, oh my I'm gosh. a huge fan Swifty now. I yeah, like I listened to it yesterday again. Like I just listened to it. Whenever I can't decide what to listen to, I just listen to that album. It's so good. And is it because the music, is it because the lyrics are just super relatable? Or is it like the the do you bop along to the, the music? music? Yeah, I can't explain it. It just I mean the lyrics are re- are relatable in some ways and some not. But it's the way that she lays it out and tells the story that, but, but just the, every song is kind of different and it it just has some really good parts where it like kind of kicks up and then it goes to, I don't know. It's just, it's a great album. It's all of the above. I think, I think relatable. Um, there's slow, there's fast, there's parts where you're like, Oh my gosh, that reminds me of this or, Oh, made me think of that. Or, Oh my gosh, that's so funny. She's telling the truth right there. You know, that kind of thing. So are you going to be at the Taylor one no. of Taylor Swift shows with all the teenagers? No, I didn't get a ticket. I signed up for the pre-fan sale, whatever the heck, verified, whatever, and I didn't get on the list. Ugh. So, I, I mean, this was the, the show that sold out, like, in a snap across the country. Well, it's the one that broke Ticketmaster. Broke Ticketmaster. We had one show on sale, Allegiant Stadium. Oh, I just love Allegiant Stadium. <laughs> I told you we don't edit. <laughs> And um, now we have two, and they're both sold out. You can get a ticket on StubHub, but it's pretty pricey. What, what did we look like? I think like it started at two fifty. Two fifty for all the way at the top. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, if you want to splurge, that's not terrible. It's not terrible, but not that's great. for one ticket, right? That's if, for one ticket. I mean, if there's a parent taking their child, that's going to be mm-hmm. five hundred bucks right there, plus fees, plus all, plus parking, yeah. which also uh, far away parking starts at like 35 bucks and parking right there at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, well, it's sold out for the Saturday night show. Still, at last check, there was some parking um, at Allegiant Stadium for Friday, but that's okay. 50 bucks. 50 bucks, yeah. It's going to be limited. And if you want, you know, soda, popcorn once you get in there. Oh, boy, all that. I mean, I think people need to just come down early, um, maybe ride share, but even that's going to probably be a little busy if you decide, I'm going to go an hour before the show. No, that's not going to happen. Show does start at 6.30. You and I were saying probably because a lot of teenagers are going, not even teenagers, probably like middle schoolers and uh, – of all ages. <laughs> yeah. People love Taylor Swift. And I bet a lot and, and the moms love Taylor Swift too. So it's not even like I have to bring my daughter to Taylor Swift. You probably like Taylor too. Exactly. Well, I know people who are right. Like we there are yeah. people in our friend circle who are big Taylor Swift fans. Right. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm 47. If I had kids, I would be a mom and I would go to Taylor Swift and be <laughs> thrilled about it. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Uh, it's March 24th and 25th. Um, it's going to be very busy. We don't have much, uh, like we don't have a tip for you there besides get there early and yeah. maybe like eat lunch, take a break and then, and then plan to get your popcorn and soda and all that once you get into the stadium. Yeah. And it's not, ta- Taylor won't be taking the stage at 630. There is uh, an opening act. Mm-hmm. So the the show goes from 630 to 1030. Yeah. I believe so. And we're the second stop. She's going to Arizona, then us. So yeah, I believe Scottsdale first, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Somewhere down around Phoenix. And it's the Eras tour. So she's going through all her eras of music. It's going to be huge. I look forward to seeing everyone's clips from inside um, to see what it's going to be like. I do know some people that are going and are thrilled about it, but everyone keeps thinking, how am I going to get there? How am I going to get there? So plan ahead. Yeah. So there's Taylor Swift hysteria surrounding her tour um and there's also madness surrounding march basketball yes 
this, we have the same tip. Plan ahead, right? Plan Because I was just talking ahead. to you about it. And I said, what are you doing? Do you have to make cause reservations? How does it work? And you were filling me in. So go through some of your notes for, for people that are coming into town for March Madness. It's like the busiest, what'd you say, 3 million people coming to um, Vegas in March. And a lot of it has to do with March Madness. And now we can actually add on Taylor Swift probably to that. We can, exactly. <laughs> yeah, In on average, there's roughly 3 million visitors who come through Las Vegas during the month. Um, basketball being a major reason why our sports books are going to be packed. The sports bars are going to be packed. Um, but a lot of these venues, you can't just like walk up and find a seat. It's not like an open seating kind of thing. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of, uh, places that you'll have, they charge for a ticket, to get in. Okay. Um, and some places that will get you a reserved seat, some places it's open seating, first come, first serve. Um, but there is generally a cover charge. Uh, sometimes you can get a package deal where you get uh, your cover charge plus uh, drinks and food included. But it's all venue by venue. So you want to plan ahead. And everywhere, every single property in on the Las Vegas Strip downtown mm -hmm. is going to have some sort of uh, basketball viewing party. Yeah, I clicked on the Circa website to see the stadium swim, and I only clicked on one day out of a slew, but it was like already like nothing available. So you have to plan ahead. But you what, do. But what you were telling me is they actually open ballrooms and stuff. So I thought it was like you either get a seat in the sports book or you're out. But no, they actually create. They spaces. create events. Okay. Yeah, so a lot of the the event, the ballrooms are turned into massive viewing parties. Mm -hmm. um, I know there's they have massive screens all the way around, so you don't miss a second of the action. Mm -hmm. I know over at the Westgate, I was talking to our friend uh, Gordy, who works over there at the Westgate, and they have their Hoops Central that's uh, up and running. Yeah. Uh, in addition to the massive race and sports book that they have over there at the Westgate. They turn the international theater into a giant viewing location as well. Mm -hmm. So they have, they add a ton of screens inside of there. So you have a, a great seat. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's, you know, food and beverage stations all around there. There's betting stations that will be set up around the property. And this, it's usually the case for a lot of places, either their uh, banquet halls or ballrooms are turned into viewing locations or their theaters mm -hmm. are converted into viewing locations. So it really is a fun time. You see people going absolutely bonkers when their teams move on. You see people totally gutted when their teams don't mm. move on, you know, and there's bets on the line and you see emotion tied to that too. It really is fun. Okay. And I know you're going to be heading out to do something. We actually have on the schedule, uh, Friday, Sean, March Madness. So uh, <laughs> Sean will be out and about doing that. Um, we obviously post this podcast on a Saturday. So in many ways, you you already did that on Friday. <laughs> yeah, going over to the South Point. Okay. You'll be at the year. South Point. Yep. That's a good one. It is. Yeah. And then we're going to be going to um, the Stanton Social Preview over at Caesars Palace, too. So when I see you, it's going to be a long day of basketball. It is Thursday and Friday. Thursday and Friday. Okay, got it. And then next week we do it all over again? 
What dwindles down? Uh, so this is the the most action packed weekend. Okay. okay. And then it starts to be narrowed down Got it. as the the weeks go on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still just as exciting. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, whatever. We always got something going on. People come in, spend money, enjoy yourself, and um, we'll take it. Our sporting events, we we always say, even though we have sporting events in Las Vegas that bring people in, we also have sporting events that don't take place in Las Vegas, but still bring people in, like March Madness. Exactly. And the Super Bowl and Sunday football and all that, and Monday football and Thursday night football and all that. <laughs> they don't have to play here, but people still come here. So we love it. Let's get to some tips. All right, in our tips this week, we said we were going to try and do a 30-minute podcast, so we're going to whiz through these. We're, we're already over the, <laughs> we're over the <laughs> amount that we're supposed to. Okay, but uh, I went to a Desert Dogs game last weekend, and this is lacrosse, National Lacrosse League, NLL. Um, it's owned by Wayne Gretzky, the yep. team. Um, and I know Shane, your husband has been before I had never been anyway, it takes place at Mandalay Bay. I wanted to just recommend it as a tip. If you didn't know, we have a lacrosse team in Las Vegas now, indoor lacrosse, box lacrosse. It's at Mandalay Bay and what a great time it was. And it's perfect for you or your family, anything like there were tons of kids there and families. It was very busy. It um, included, I saw some friends going in. They said, oh, we have season tickets because um, my friend's husband is from Canada. So lacrosse okay. is huge up there. And she's like, we go every game. It's so much fun. They play music. So I couldn't wait to get in. So I, I got in and they do. They play music the whole game. There was like a chicken wing eating contest. There was like a dodgeball wow. match like at the break. At halftime. Be- yeah. Between some like uh, retired military and retired uh, Metro police officers. They have a dance team, cheerleaders. Someone um, dropped the ball, um, like to start the game. I, uh, it was a radio personality. I believe it was Kayla from ninety-eight point five. And then also, um, they had a Canadian national anthem, an American national. So, I mean, they did not miss a beat with the entertainment and the fun at this lacrosse game. I got a pretzel, some cheese, some diet coke, all for like twelve fifty. Wow! Yes, yeah, so I thought that was a steal. So anyway, I thought it was just an all around great time, fun night. I ran into a lot of locals, and I thought, great, we have another another thing that brings people to the Las Vegas Strip. And you said the arena was packed. It too. was. It was packed. Now the people I was sitting next to said they won some tickets on the radio, and I think they're doing a big radio push, which makes sense. You get people in. You know, bring them in, word of mouth, just like me. I got in for the first time. I met a friend there who had a ticket, and he said, hey, we're going to this game if you're bored. And I thought, yeah, I want to, I'll go. But now you want to go back. I do want to go back, because <laughs> it was so much fun. And I thought, oh, that would be fun to have season tickets. But um, yeah, it was just a great time. And I looked up the next um, game, Sean, and they're playing the Rochester Blackhawks. Oh, yeah. Which is a team from our hometown. So oh, I thought, that's great. Is, oh, sorry, Nighthawks. The Nighthawks. <laughs> Rochester Nighthawks. Yeah. And I was like, we've had the Nighthawks for a while. A long time, yeah. But lacrosse, you know, I don't think isn't as big on the West Coast as it is on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Because Cause I know all of our high schools had lacrosse. Yep. All the guys that played football always played lacrosse in the offseason and all that kind of thing. Yeah, so anyway, it's a great time. Uh, get tickets if you want to go have a chill night out a fun night out, um, easy to get in and out of Mandalay Bay. Just go in a little early. Tickets range from about 25 bucks to $99. Great. Yeah. Really reasonable. Uh, something else we wanted to bring to your attention, um, when you hear about uh, residencies or concerts 
coming to Las Vegas, one of our venues is about to have a big name change. Zappos Theater over at Planet Hollywood, where uh, we just saw Keith Urban performing, uh, is about to be known as the Backed Theater. And this is a new partnership with Caesars Entertainment and Backed Holdings, which is uh, essentially a cryptocurrency exchange platform. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I just get so used to these names. You know, you hate when anything changes, but um, how miss it is the Zappos Theater. We don't know when the name change is officially taking place, but backed is B-A-K-K-T, by the way. And already people on Twitter are like, how do you say it? So we Well, people on the news have been getting it wrong too. They sure have. We were kind of laughing. We're like, we did one Google search and we found out how to say it. <laughs> it's backed. We also saw people say that Chris Angel performs in in the Zappos Theater, which he does not. He does not. He has his own other theater. Sometimes when we research, we find a lot of mistakes on the local news, and we sit back and giggle and go... Well, sometimes we don't giggle. We curse a little bit, too. But we say, hey, we're going to get it right on Vegas Revealed. Uh, We sure are. Yeah, Chris Angel does not perform at the Zappos Theater. Okay, so it's going to be the back theater. Um, Apparently, you know, the whole point of this sort of collaboration is to kind of link up the live entertainment aspect with the crypto. I have no idea how it all works, but apparently the there will be maybe a plan that will allow Caesars rewards members the ability to redeem their rewards credits through the backed crypto rewards. So if you understand that world, you know what I'm talking about. That's still pending approval, though. Well, how about bringing it full circle, going back to the report that we talked about at the beginning of this episode, uh, one of the major findings is that Vegas visitors are getting younger and younger. They are. And the younger crowd is into the crypto. So this is something that is going to relate to a lot of our Vegas visitors. Yeah. We did write to Caesars too. As we always do, we always check up, and they said they're going to have more information coming out soon. Correct. But that the the name change is happening. We'll know when, what it means, and more details and all that. But I guess it'll be the backed theater. Okay? Backed. All right. Hard T. Hard T. Hey, uh, that is episode 160 of Vegas Revealed. Remember, uh, the Vegas Near Me app is available for download. Just use the link down in our show notes. It's available on the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. You can book your travel, your hotels, your dinner, your entertainment, all within the app. It is literally a concierge in your pocket, a must for your Vegas travel. And we did notice on that study, people are planning a month ahead for their trips to Vegas. If not, a little less than that. But, you know, even planning within a week is not is a very low percentage. People are planning that month. Get the Vegas Near Me app now. Download it for free. Use our link and start doing your research. You can find where to go, attractions, you know, how much parking is in certain places now that we know people use their own vehicle. Exactly. <laughs> um, all, you know, maps of inside the properties, uh, things for all ages, hours, all sorts of information. They've got everything. And so I say download it now and start planning by sorting through Vegas near me. They've got some coupons in there, too. And, of course, uh, keep listening to Vegas Revealed as we bring you more uh, tips, news, and information about everything Las Vegas to help with your next trip. All right. Have a great week, everyone. And if you're going to Taylor Swift next week, enjoy. Rock on. Driving through the night.